0: You're listening to Morismas. This podcast was created for people just like you who share a strong curiosity about the world and have questions about life that often go unasked. Morismas is a laboratory dedicated to exploring dangerous topics and entertaining some serious and strange ideas. Over the next few minutes, you are invited to listen in on a discussion between friends involving a provocative subject that you are unlikely to hear anywhere else. All we've got is a blue microphone, three chords, and the truth.
1: The rest is up to you.
0: Now, if you're ready, then let's go. Welcome in to Marismos Episode 9. Lima, good to see you. It's been a while. It has. It's been months. Yeah, we've kind of fallen apart. Our February and March wasn't what we planned.
1: Yeah. No,
0: it wasn't. But we'll be able to dive right in on this one. Okay. Unless you need anything to catch up on or... No, I don't think so. All right. We're going to call this one Why Noah Doesn't Believe You. Wait. Do we already have one of those?
1: Why We Don't Believe You?
0: Well, maybe we'll just add to it. It's a series. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be an ongoing... Kind of like, what is truth? and I like
2: that. Yeah.
0: So anyway, we're going to delve into climate change alone. I wanted to shift the topic just slightly. The comedian Dennis Miller used to have a show on HBO, and he would state something along these lines. I don't want to go off on a rant here, however I do. Let's just call this, why I don't believe you. And it's another Noah rant. I, didn't get any feedback negatively on the first one, so right. we'll just do it again. Okay. You're going to be the avatar for the audience. am going to ask you questions as we go along. Got something for you to read that I'll hand you in a little bit. But it's going to take a little bit to get to the topic because I need to build my foundation. Okay. A quick aside, the term gaslighting. You've heard this? I have. Okay. It comes from a 1938 stage play called Gaslight. Wow. Originality. <laughs> The play was turned into a film of the same name that starred Ingrid Bergman and, and Joseph Cotton. The character would adjust the gas lamps in the house, state that nothing had changed. This was also carried over to small, subtle changes in the environment, maybe moving the furniture, or just little nuances, but keeping the tell the, or keeping the idea to the other person that nothing is wrong. It's used today in order to destroy one's perception of reality you know that the term conspiracy theorist did not exist until after the jfk assassination hmm. because everyone saw not what the official documents wanted you to see abraham zapruder just happened to be standing at the right place at the right time with the video camera film camera i guess at that time i will also note that fellow noah from the bible he was the original conspiracy theorist until it began to rain. That's right. As we've discussed in past episodes, there's a constant fight for what is the truth. Yep. I would say that, you know, that's probably our biggest conundrum with everything is we keep shifting what we know is the truth. I mean, I don't even know when the term spin doctor came around, but, you know, that that's been one to manipulate truth and everything. Mm-hmm. What is a fact?
1: It was the 90s, by the way. When the spin doctors...
0: I remember the group, but... You they know,
1: were hateful, according to my uncle.
0: I don't remember <laughs> what even they, they sang, but... Yeah. Oh, well. Those that cannot manifest or create a legitimate argument start trying to tweak the language or bend the narrative in such a way as to collectively gaslight those that disagree with them. We see this every week with Jen Psaki in the White House briefings. Yeah. I mean... Heart. I... I I just feel bad for the woman. I mean, you surely, you're not that delusional. Anyway, this is one of the reasons why we do our word of the day. As we have stated before, we are understanding when the language changes, but a direct shifting of the meaning of words have massive consequences. Yeah. If you remember anything from this podcast, remember this idea. Here is what I mean specifically. If one has 99% of the facts straight on a story, but makes an error in one thing, it allows for something else or someone else to collectively dismiss the entire argument because now the argument is flawed. huh. This is how things that everyone knows beyond a shadow of a doubt get dismissed as crackpot theories. I'll come back to this. Now, I want everyone to understand with me now, I've not suddenly developed the idea that I can fly on my own. I'm a fully functional member of society. I have three jobs. I am well aware of my surroundings. In other words, these are not the words of a crazy person, just merely words of someone who is fed up with the bovine scatology of all those around me. (laughs) This is my opening preamble. One last caveat. Please leave your paradigms at the door here. Please leave your preconceived ideas behind as well. Listen to the words with an open mind. Lemma, as I stated before, I'm going to ask you questions. There's no right or wrong answers. I just want you to be the avatar for the audience. Okay. What word right now has been trivialized over the last two years because of COVID and things like that?
1: Trivia Oh, expert
0: that is, that's one of them mm-hmm. I, I was thinking science okay you yeah know? that's I mean, probably but but, more... but you're you're not wrong yeah. i mean
1: i mean who's an expert
0: <laughs> well this is true
1: <laughs> it's fauci
0: dear god i hope not right. <laughs> let's get on with the word that is bandied about the fact that it's almost weaponized at this point science I'm beyond sick of hearing trust the science. I have a couple of college degrees. You have a couple of college degrees. And I'm very well versed in statistics, probabilities, how data works. At the risk of sounding like Donald Sutherland's character speaking to Kevin Costner in JFK, follow the money. I do not wish to broadly bash a profession, but I'm going to do it anyway. I can't say all but I'm not sure that I could give an accurate percentage of journalists that are not capable of understanding elementary physical science. But at this point, the journalism profession is about as accurate as a weatherman, but no one ever gets fired. Granted we're cynics. Yeah. But I think that they have an agenda or a narrative that, that they are following. And this is one of the issues that I have with bootlickers like this. They are not part of the group. But they think by carrying the water for those that are part of the group, they're not going to be cast aside. They will be. This is what term called useful idiots. Hmm. What everyone needs to understand is that in order to be a good investigator, you absolutely must be suspicious of everyone. Yes, your parents and family tell you they love you, but you need to check it out. As an aside, I don't recommend this because that's not the best way to live. And it's also not the best way to keep your family happy. Just saying. A journalist can print something or put a story out on something and it's completely wrong. You might find a retraction or a correction. And I'm not even talking about the media or political corruption. This happens everywhere. I'm sure that there are some good journalists out there that do research and present a fair and honest story. Also know that for whatever reason, there are those that do not. Mm -hmm. I once interviewed for a topic. I gave them copies of my notes. I gave them outline of our topic, a conversation, and still they got the story wrong. We have a collective laziness now that no one wants to do the work before you dismiss my argument. I'm not referring to all of the sentiment that is currently in the country between entitled boomers and entitled millennials. Okay. Oh, small aside here. I appreciate those that have reached out to me, both younger and older to tell me, I don't know what I'm talking about, or I'm just sounding off to hear my own voice. Thanks for your opinion. Here is what both boomers and millennials seem to forget. There's a generation between you that hates both of you equally. You're not special. (laughs) in fact we know we are not special because we accepted that a long time ago because we would never and could never be more deranged conceited self-righteousness and more into ourselves than your two generations yeah you are both opposite sides of the same coin you are just too stupid to admit it gen x sees the millennials the same selfishness as the boomers have Your own selfishness has made your life miserable, so all you can do is lash out at the one generation that has managed to do it on its own. Because trust me, neither one of you are helping. But I do have a solution toward the end of this podcast. Just hang on. Stay tuned. The media were meant to be a means through which the public collectively perceives reality, not the creators of reality themselves. Do you follow me?
1: Yes. Yes it was supposed to be a dispassionate description it was supposed to be objective yes you're not supposed to be part of the story that's right you don't insert yourself
0: this is dangerous they believe themselves to be in control of reality to the point where they are impossible to reason with confront them with actual facts or principles laws of physics and they get fact checkers that have a preconceived idea of what will be allowed to be said The American founders codified the First Amendment because they regarded a free press necessary for a free republic. Yet the corporate media complex and their big tech counterparts have become a lapdog, not a watchdog of power. Mm -hmm. Even the agencies once thought neutral and objective are in it. AP literally rewrote their style book to limit the use of riot not long ago. Reuters fact-checked Joe Biden's eulogy for Robert Byrd as false because the Democratic senator wasn't a grand wizard of the KKK, but merely an exalted cyclops. <laughs> okay, let's gloss over the fact the guy was a racist in the Klan.
1: Let's totally gloss over that. Remember our
0: point earlier, one small mistake. This doesn't and should not distract anyone from the fact that Robert Byrd was a racist, was in the Klan, and was in the Senate from 1959 to 2010.
2: Hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. when free thought and discussion can be eliminated what is the topic and what is the point or hope of even having a discussion science isn't a rigorous practice finding the truth it is a word totem invoked to grant authority and banish dissent truth is whatever is declared at the moment when it stops being convenient they'll shamelessly go back and rewrite their own words pretending all along it's what they have always believed yes literally orwellian orwellian behavior but they don't seem to care In fact, look no further than the collective left-wing meltdown with just the thought of Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter. Amazing. How many billionaires own media companies that spout views from the left? All of them. Well, let me help you. Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. Yep. But there's no issues there. No. Michael Bloomberg owns Bloomberg and Businessweek. No issues there. Nope. Donald and Samuel Newhouse own Advanced Publication, which owns media in 25 cities. Also under this is Condé Nast that published Wired, Vanity Fair, New Yorker, and Vogue. But there's no issues there. No. John Henry owns the Boston Red Sox baseball team. He also owns the Boston Globe. There's no issues there. Now, Hmm. to be fair, there is one person that is right-wing that owns the Las Vegas Review Journal. That's Sheldon Adelson. We don't hear much about him. And then, of course, there's Rupert Murdoch, who owns a lot of media, and everybody seems to hate him. Right. I have been a voracious reader my entire life. I've read many things that do not apply to anything I will remotely encounter at all. It helps that I like trivia games and should pro- I should probably try out for Jeopardy with all the information that's trapped up in my head. I've always been amazed to read about inventors and thinkers that have come up through something without it previously existing. People like Da Vinci, Tesla, Howard Hughes, insert whoever you want here. But here's something that most people don't grasp. Einstein said it best when he said that great spirits have often encountered violent opposition from people with mediocre minds. The sad fact is most of us, the things that we know today, there are accepted fact that was proposed years ago. For instance, Copernicus's ideas were not accepted until both he and his opposition had all died off. Hmm. In a few decades, we will hopefully have some objective people look back and see how far off the path we allowed ourselves to get. And now we arrive at the topic climate change okay thank you for my preamble sure did you know that climate change is about to celebrate its 34th birthday that's right june 23rd 1988 nasa scientist james james hansen testified that the greenhouse effect had been detected the next day's new york times declared global warming has begun
1: okay so basically climate change is a millennial
0: yeah pretty much awesome right on
1: it okay
0: now i want to delve off into the beaten path here i'm a big fan of history geologic history is no exception one of the cool things about my main profession is that i get to read geotechnical reports regarding soil conditions as before we design or build a building or structure in that place i found this one with a general search but it is in the public domain Lemma, have you ever read a geotechnical report many, many times I was originally going to have you read the geotech report from the Battleship Texas Restoration Project. However, it has now been removed from the internet. Hmm. It's okay. I know where to find other things that state the same thing. Here's the one thing that people who manipulate the data cannot change. They cannot change the geotechnical history of the planet. Okay. You can change the numbers to fit your narrative about atmospheric sciences and temperature. You can manipulate the data, but when you go bore a hole in the ground, you cannot change what has been placed there by time. Okay. So, if you will, Lema, read from the report that I have for you. Read the probably the second paragraph, and then the third paragraph. I know it's quite a bit, but it bear starts with, me.
1: with the Beaumont Formation.
0: That's correct.
1: Okay, you just tell me when to stop. Not a problem. The Beaumont Formation was deposited on land near sea level in flat river deltas and in inner delta regions.
0: Okay, one second, what we're talking about is the geotechnical Beaumont Formation. This is part of South Texas, Houston, Galveston area and it goes all the way out to the continental shelf. Okay. Just to give everybody a general idea of what we're talking about. Soil
1: deposition occurred in freshwater streams and in floodplains as backwater marsh and natural levees. The courses of major streams and deltaic tributaries changed frequently during the period of deposition generating within the Beaumont clay a complex stratification of sand, silt, and clay deposits. Frequently, stream courses were diverted significant distances from a given point in a backwater marsh, and the water overlying the soil would evaporate since it was cut off from a drainage path.
0: Okay, so in other words, what we've got going on here is that geologic water seeks the easiest path, moves things around, There'll be a stream over here, a stream over here, but the whole time it's depositing silt and things like that. Okay. Okay.
1: Such water, which would be highly alkaline, would precipitate large nodules of calcium carbonate, calcareous nodules, throughout the surface of evaporation. With the coming of the second Wisconsin Ice Age. Stop. What did you just say? I said, with the coming of the second Wisconsin Ice Age. A sequel. A nip- sequel. Yeah, there was apparently a first Wisconsin Ice Age and then the second Wisconsin Ice
0: All right, Ice so wait a minute. If we are having a sequel, then there must have been a first Wisconsin right. Ice Age. Mm-hmm. And then there was a melting to get to the second one, right?
2: Yeah, I guess.
0: All right, so it must have been due to all the man-made infrastructure that was on the planet at that time, right? Because let um, me tell you. Those cavemen and Neanderthals that science talks so fondly of must've been cranking out the greenhouse gases for all of their oil refining and gigafactories and not only to cause climate change once, but five total times because mm-hmm. we had to have a warming time before the first ice age. Then we warm up. Then we have a second ice age. Then we warm up again. So we have five total changes mm-hmm. based on what? Wow. So now we're to the, our current period. The science yeah. says that this happened somewhere between 11,000 and 75,000 years ago.
1: That was my next question.
0: Why have we not found any evidence of these caveman factories or things? They didn't I mean, exist. Maybe it was dinosaur flatulence that caused all of them to wipe out millions of years ago? How long does a
1: steel girder, or or, or how long would an automobile last in nature until it rusted away or turned into a crusty thing that nobody could recognize as a car?
0: Well, it kind of depends because, I mean, I've seen things that are left over from World War II, which is, you know, 80 years 75, ago, 80 yeah. years ago mm-hmm. and some of them are resting. Some of them are still preserved. It, dep- it kind of depends on nature. I mean, some of the things that like the planes that were shot down and mm-hmm. crashed into the, into the, the uh, they've been encrusted with barnacles and things like that, but they haven't rusted away or, or wasted away. I mean, and I think that there was a tank that got driven off into a bog, but you know, bogs preserve people. They do, because they're things.
1: anaerobic. Right. That's the thing, if it's exposed to salty water and then oxygen and then salty water and then oxygen, you can actually rust pretty significant amount of metal in a matter of weeks. Oh, without a doubt. So I'm just saying, if the conditions were right, and we don't really know what the conditions were in the past, Correct. that's kind of why we drill these holes so that we can see what was laid down you know, in the sedimentary layer. Um, And we recognize that what's at the bottom was laid down first Yes, because you can't lay them down out of order. Kind of like what you said. It doesn't lie, but there, there are a lot of, I mean, while nature has provided conducive conditions and preserved a lot of ancient artifacts, we don't have all the ancient artifacts. There are even like large, prehistoric structures that are so eroded that they actually resemble natural rock formations only we found evidence of tool marks right and that's got us now trying to debate whether or not they're natural or man-made or yeah
0: that'll be the pyramids in a few more thousand years i mean that's right it'll the wind and the sand erosion will knock it down to where it's smooth again
2: yep yep so if it
0: doesn't fall down
1: i'm just saying anything that a previous culture made out of metal is probably going to oxidize to the point where it either disappears or is no longer recognizable or or if you were trying to wipe out a civilization and I don't mean just kill everybody I mean eliminate all evidence of their existence you would bury it deep True You'd bury it as deep as you could you know
0: and so it was salt yeah. I will say again that you can change the data to fit your narrative all that you want. But when you go drill a hole in the ground, you can't change that. I can't say this with 100% conviction. Okay. I, I don't know. But I don't know of anyone that is a geologist or a geotechnical engineer that is a huge proponent of climate change. I'm sure there's someone out there that is but they simply can't deny what they see with their own eyes.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I'm also kind of a student of fringe sciences, like the O parts out, out of, what does that stand for again? Objects, artifacts out of place, out of place, okay, yeah, out, of, sure. out of place, <laughs> artifacts. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know, Ooh. but, um, fossil ferns found in con- continents that are basically covered in miles of ice. Right. How did those fossils get there? Did Antarctica ever look like, you know, South Africa, where it's kind of lush and green and um, humid?
0: Well, you know, what's interesting, too, is that as much as the scientists from the past wrote about things, it doesn't seem like any of them worried about whether it snowed here or it was hotter this year or anything like that. Never heard anything from Newton never heard anything from von Leibniz. Yeah. i mean these were people that were observers yeah. of the world
1: that's a good point
0: when i was a child growing up i was told we were going to run out of oil world was going to run out of oil here we are decades later and yet we still somehow managed to find oil of course if you had bought fuel lately the world events have uh something to say about that which is totally weird to me right You know, facts get very inconvenient here. When Donald Trump was president, the United States was an exporter of oil for the first time since 1949. But for some reason, now we aren't that anymore. We go beg some pissant countries to produce more oil. Yeah, we, and I mean Biden, has begged Venezuela and the Saudis to produce more oil. Hmm, why not go ask Alaska, Louisiana, and Texas? I'm sorry, I'm getting off topic. Well,
1: okay, but just since you did, I want to know, and publicly state, as Marismas... Um, what difference does it make to a climate ideologist where the oil comes from? See, here's the thing. Joe Biden doesn't want us drilling and pumping oil in the United States. Right. But they have no problem when we've shut down North American production to seek oil from our enemies and ask them to pump and well, drill but more. See,
0: the, the I know the answer to this. And it's it's part of our American guilt because we've, you know, shoved our ideas over people throughout the world. And so it's quite simple that we need to empower others that we have, you know, oh, I don't know, tried to overthrow their government. Okay. The thing with the declaration of global warming was that it could not be just a statement. It had to pack a punch. So that's why they incorporate the tenets of of catastrophe. We had to think about what it would mean for the children and future generations. I mean, think oh, of the yeah. children.
1: Think of the children.
0: The logic of this argument has to be that climate change ha- must be presented as potentially catastrophic, otherwise the cure for fixing climate change would be much worse than the disease. Hmm. I mean, we're at the point now with the government that we have, they don't care what it costs because this is a major problem. Do you want to know the one absolute constant feature of climate change? That it is overwhelming failure of predictions of catastrophe to materialize. Let's look at some of these. In 1990, it was predicted that in 40 years, the world would suffer massive starvation and soaring food prices. Well, food prices are going up for sure. Right. But that's not due to mismanagement of our farms or the climate. No. That's from the mismanagement of the government and the fed for that never mind. but the prevalence (laughs) of undernourishment in developing countries has been on a downward trend since the 1970s since 1991 has been almost cut in half from 23.3 percent to 12.9 percent in 2015 Mm -hmm. that's the latest statistics i could find yeah of course this doesn't figure in the u.s government paying for farmers to destroy their crops that happens oh yeah
1: what are they doing that for
0: well we don't want to have you know Flood the market and oh, change the commodity. So, so we're
1: controlling the price, yeah, by destroying yeah. the supply.
0: Maybe we need to talk about the Fed in one of our oh upcoming gosh. episodes. Yeah. So, that's strike one for me. Okay, let's revisit our friend James Hansen, who had his model predict that global temperatures would rise one degree in the 90s, and by 2020, we would be three degrees, and the planet would see temperatures not seen in a hundred thousand years. <laughs> Well, that hasn't happened. No, it hasn't. And again, I wonder what was causing all those carbon emissions 100,000 years ago.
1: Volcanoes.
0: Well, to me, that's strike two. 1978, Vancouver Sun, citing a paper in the journal Science, stated that CO2 in the atmosphere would have doubled by 2020. Nope, it's up around 20%, but it's not doubled. Hmm. Strike three. 2009, India and China promised to reduce emissions by 2020. No. India is up 200%. China is up 164%.
1: That's going the other way.
0: It's not like they even tried. Nope. 2001, Vancouver Sun again predicted that there would be no snow on Kilimanjaro in in 2020. Al Gore's propaganda film Inconvenient Truth also predicted the same. Wrong answer.
1: Inconvenient box office.
0: In 1986, Jim Titus from the Environmental Protection Agency predicted that the sea level around Florida would rise by two feet. Nope. According to the NOAA, the sea level in Virginia Key has risen three inches.
1: That's still three inches.
0: Well, I can pull the geotech report from California (laughs) that says that 400 years ago, this was all underwater. What was all underwater?
1: Oh. So, wait a minute. It's going up and down?
0: Well, of course. All you have to do is get, pick your search engine that's not Google.
1: Okay. Brave or it's the, the I don't duck know. One?
0: Just not just not Google and not Bing, and just start looking up geotechnical reports. And mm-hmm. it, there's an abundance out there. It's, it's a state any state project, and read it. It has the history of what's happened here. Mm-hmm. You can't fake what came out of the ground. Well, not just that, but a geotech. Um, investigation
1: isn't interested in pushing a narrative they're just interested in identifying what is the bearing capacity of the soil on this site so that we know how to engineer the foundation
0: but their history that's involved in this is looking backwards not trying to create a narrative no
1: what you've just discovered though is you've uncovered a way to find the truth that is not well it hasn't been it hasn't been tampered with yes because it in the course of normal business doesn't need to say anything different than what is actually there.
0: No, it really doesn't continuing on March, 2000, David Viner, senior, senior research scientist at the climactic research unit of the university of East Anglia in England Uh. predicted that winter snowfall would become a very rare and exciting event. The independent reported children just aren't going to know what snow is was Viner's quote. Well, I'm telling you, in Texas last February, I saw more snow that looked like champagne powder than I've ever seen in Texas. Yep. Yep. My children certainly know what snow is. That's right. All right. Some quick hits here, and this may not be as quick, but 1967, Salt Lake Tribune, dire famine forecast by 1975. It's already too late. Nope. 1969, New York Times. Unless we are extremely lucky, everyone will disappear in a cloud of blue steam in 20 years. Situation will get worse unless we change our behavior. Well, I guess we all got
1: lucky. I was going to say, a cloud of blue steam doesn't sound too bad right now.
0: No, it really doesn't. (laughs) 1970, Boston Globe. Scientist predicts new ice age by 21st century, says James P. Lodge. Scientist at National Center for Atmospheric Research. 1971, Washington Post. Disastrous new ice age coming, says S.I. Ron Sewell of NASA. 1972, Brown University letter to President Nixon. Warning on global cooling.
1: Yeah. What are these guys looking at? I mean, in the 70s, like you were saying, 60s and 70s, they're all predicting global cooling. I remember being in elementary school and them teaching us, we're running out of oil. There's a hole in the ozone layer. And acid rain. And acid rain is destroying all of our monuments and our crops and all that stuff. And we are going to have an ice age.
0: 1974, The Guardian space satellites show second ice age coming, or show ice age coming fast. Satellite. Yes, satellites. Global satellites. 1974, Time Magazine, another ice age telling signs everywhere. Since the 1960s, mean, 1940s, I'm sorry, since the 1940s, mean global temperatures have dropped 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit. Stop. They've done what? Time Magazine, another ice age coming. Telling signs everywhere, since the 1940s, mean global temperatures have dropped 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit. When was that article? 1974.
1: Okay, so between the 1940s and 1974.
0: Yep, they said that the temperature dropped almost 3 degrees.
1: Okay, we're going to put a pin in that.
0: Oh, of course, because all of the data that they have mismanaged and deliberately done this has said that it's climbing.
1: That's just it you mentioned east anglia earlier yes were they not the central hub of climate um, yes science and don't they make a habit of going back in time pulling up old reports and measurements on temperature and playing with them
0: you just said the quiet part out loud yeah it's a hoax oh 1974 ozone depletion a great peril to life just like you said university of michigan scientists 1976, New York Times, The Cooling. University of Wisconsin climatologist Stephen Schneider laments about the deaf ear his warnings received. 1988, Agency Agency France Press, Maldives will be completely underwater in 30 years. 1989, Associated Press, UN official says rising sea to obliterate nations by 2000. (laughs) 1989, Salon. New York City's West Side Highway Underwater by 2019. Jim Hansen, the, sen- the scientist who lectured Congress in 1988 about the greenhouse effect. How is this guy stay employed? Fauci. Well, that's true. 2000, the independent. Snowfalls are a thing of the past. Our children will not know what snow is, says senior climate researcher. That was Mr. Viner. Mm-hmm. 2004, the Guardian. The Pentagon tells Bush climate change will destroy us. Britain will be Siberian in less than 20 years. Sweet, dude. We got two years and we'll see Siberian (laughs) Britons. 2008, Associated Press. NASA scientist says, we're toast. Five to ten years, the Arctic will be ice-free. Okay, well, we missed that one. Wait a minute.
1: So, something changed
0: in 1974.
1: Something has caused the temperature to reverse. Because we were going toward an ice age, and now we're not going to have any ice.
0: 2008, Al Gore. Al Gore wins of ice-free Arctic by 2013. Oops. 2009, Independent. Prince Charles says, we just have 96 months to save the world. The price of capitalism is too high. Oh, what does Hmm. that have to do with capitalism? 2009, The Independent. Gordon Brown says, we have fewer than 50 days to save our planet from catastrophe. 50 days, man. Wow. 2013, the Guardian, the Arctic, will be ice-free in two years. So they missed it in 20, 2008 to say it was going to be 2013, so they kicked it down the road. The release of a 50 gigaton methane pulse will destabilize the planet. That's what the Guardian said. What, where was that going to come from? I don't know. 50 gigaton methane pulse? That's what they said. 2013, the Guardian, U.S. Navy predicts ice-free Arctic by 2016. So we're, we, we moved it again.
1: Yeah, well, it's the Navy now.
0: Yes. The U.S. Navy's Department of Oceanography uses complete, complex modeling that makes forecasts more accurate than others. Mm -hmm. 2014, John Kerry. We have 500 days to avoid climate chaos. That's 10 times than what we had before. (laughs) He said this with the French Foreign Minister, Laurent Fabio, at a joint meeting. January of 2020. This is one of my favorites. Okay, Glacier National Park announced that it would be changing signs warning that the signature glaciers would disappear by 2020 the park says the signs were put in place more than a decade ago they were based upon the best available predictions at the time so they had to take the signs down in january of 2020 whenever they still had glaciers In terms of the predictions, the latest that I've seen actually comes from a group of Swiss researchers. So I'd have to look at their results in more detail that it's possible from looking at the paper that they published to be able to say definitely when all the glaciers are hosed and no longer present, but certainly by 2100.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah.
0: Okay, let's go into something else. CO2 stats. Well okay wait no by, by all means ask i mean I, i'm just saying I, we're gonna move
1: to the we're gonna move to stats about co2 instead of ice and temperature but it's yes. worth noting at this point if any of you are still awake that every single prediction is wrong yes okay i'm ready
0: co2 stats please note that the u.s reduced our carbon footprint 6.13 billion tons in 2007 billion tons in 2019 good job meanwhile china increased its footprint from 6.86 billion tons to (laughs) 10.17 billion tons in 2019 somebody's not playing in the same time frame global output rose from 31 billion tons to 36 billion tons 2007 the u.s accounted for 19.6 of the total global carbon footprint 2019 the u.s accounted for 14.5 percent of the total global carbon footprint all right now here's something you know just the recent past what happened when germany went along with the green parties over there and did away with nuclear germany imports more coal-based energy from neighboring states and it is more dependent on russia for natural gas This has become quite a problem in the moment. The funny thing is that the UN four years ago, Donald Trump called this. Yep. Yep. The Germans at the UN laughed and mocked who's laughing now. Exactly. Al Gore, AOC, president Biden, John Kerry, Greta. They're all the prophets of doom. (laughs) Every decade has a prophet of doom right now. It's AOC and Greta. They're the new torchbearers. Mainstream media always goes along with the hype and the torch and the new torch bearers, no matter what the story is. And that's an interesting thing to note.
1: Media always goes along with it. Is it just my cynic coming out? Is it only because that riles people up and sells paper or, well,
0: you, you, know have, to d- you have to words. fear people into action. You have to fear people into action. There was one thing I didn't, I didn't put it in this, but the UN climate group, they had a, a reconciling within the last year and a half of their models. They have 39 models that they look, look at.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: 20 of them were wrong, like massively wrong, to the point where the UN issued a, a notice. is like, hey, these models aren't right. We need to adjust them. There's something about the cloud cover that it, it can't, it, they just haven't been able to get that right to make any of the predictions.
1: So they just factor the clouds out?
0: No, it's like that makes a big difference on how much sunlight and all the other stuff. Right. I mean, you know, as
1: yeah, Albedo but the funny and- thing
0: is, is the UN told people, hey, this stuff isn't right. Don't use it. Let you stick with this stuff. The media grabbed the 20 that were wrong and ran with all of those headlines.
1: Okay. So that leads me to my second question. If it isn't just because we're trying to sell ads Maybe it's because they are an active voice for a particular philosophy.
0: Well, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm going to answer your question here in okay. just a second. So what's the phrase we always hear? Code red. Oh, code red. This is the drumbeat of progressives and those who stand to benefit from the trillions of dollars of spending thrown at the impossible idea of stopping climate change. The media is behind every Code Red story because it attracts eyes. Code Red on Iraq led to everyone believing the nonsensical weapons of mass destruction. Been there for, well, we were there for 20 years. If we follow Code Red, costs of everything will soar and GDP will sink. Oh, it's doing that anyway because the Fed's involved. Google bans advertisements featuring content that contradict what they call inaccurate content on climate change. They will no longer allow ad revenue to be made from them the company announced october 7th last year Mm. the tech giant said that the new policy will go into effect in november and will help strengthen the integrity of google's advertising ecosystem and also align with their past work to promote sustainability and confront climate change here's another direct quote in recent years we've heard directly from a growing number of our advertising and publishing partners who have expressed concerns about ads that run alongside or promote inaccurate claims about climate change, the company said in their blog post announcing these updates. Advertisers simply don't want their ads to appear next to this content, and publishers and creators don't want ads promoting these claims to appear on their pages or videos. Google said that these concerns are what led them to create the new monetization policy, which applies to commercials, Google places online, as well as websites and YouTube videos that run Google ads. The updated policy prohibits advertising for and monetization of content that contradicts what Google calls, quote, the well-established scientific consensus on the existence and causes of climate change. Now, just me as an aside here. Yeah. You're controlling the narrative. You don't know any of this stuff.
1: Yeah, you're you're a tech giant. You're not an expert in climate.
0: No, no, but you're shutting down the idea of someone else being contrary.
1: So, why would they do that?
0: I don't know. Why do you think?
1: Well, I mean, I'm I'm thinking that you shut down dissent and contrarian thought because, well, I mean, I I'm just saying. There are things in construction that if someone said them, I would shut it down. Sure. Okay. Free speech allows you to say, I mean, like Elon Musk recently said, can someone you do not like say something you do not like? If the answer is yes, then you have free speech. Correct. But I am also allowed to redress that and say, that dude right there doesn't know what he's talking about. If you do what he says, somebody's going to get hurt. That kind of crap needs to stop. 100%. Okay, that's free speech going both ways. Yes. If we've got a big tech giant like Google saying we're not going to allow anything that's contrary to this particular narrative that we have no independent research supporting, we're just accepting the idea that there is a well-established scientific consensus, and then we're going to, in a draconian way, shut down any kind of thought that challenges that, um we we are in a very dangerous place scientifically. Correct. Okay. <clears throat> but where did we get to the well-established scientific consensus part? I missed well, something.
0: Well no, let me continue okay. and perhaps
1: we will we'll find I it. thought I missed it. Like I was listening to yeah. all those those statements made, you know, from the 40s, Actually, 50s, but, 60s, 70s, whatever. Right. I'm trying to find where science ever got it right.
0: Google went on to say, it includes any content that denies human contributions to global warming or treats climate change as a hoax or a scam, such as denying that long-term trends show that global climate is warming and claims denying that greenhouse gas emissions or human activity contribute to climate change, Google said. Yeah. But you can use, well, I don't recommend you use their search engine. But you can use it to go back to the 1970s, where they said that the globe was cooling.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, something changed. Well, first of all, let's not let this episode go past and not mention the incredible carbon footprint that is Google's own system. Oh, no,
0: no. It doesn't work that way. Hypocrisy does not work that way. Oh. You cannot let them or expect them to be on the hook for anything that they're doing Um, the same with microsoft the same with facebook or anything like that no no no, don't you can't say that they
1: build these databases that are as big as cruise ships and they float them out there in the water and use the ocean as a heat sink because they generate so much heat from all the electricity they're burning and this
0: no, they're only doing things that are good for the planet. They would never do anything that's like that at all. Uh, right. That's because... They, they don't contribute. Come don't on. be evil. They, yes, exactly. Don't be evil, according all to right. whose definition? All right. Going forward, Google will analyze, be analyzing content and considering whether it presents an accurate or false claims about climate change and whether it is simply discussing or reporting a claim.
1: How do you think Google's going to respond to this podcast?
0: Oh, I'm sure that we're going to get banned. Oh. So enjoy it while you got it. (laughs) I mean, they they put the flag on our COVID episode. They did, I noticed. Quote, we will also continue to allow ads and monetization on other climate-related topics, including public debates on climate policy, the varying impacts of climate change, new research, and more. Unquote, the company said. Google added that it consulted with authoritative sources on climate science, including those who have contributed to the United Nations intergovernmental panel on climate change, the IPCC assessment reports when creating their new policy. But the thing is, is they haven't been right yet. Yep. The new policy will be enforced through employees reading or watching the content as well as through automated tools. Although the company did not state specifically what these are. Of course not because it's basically going to be take down anything that you don't agree with. There's nobody here that can argue with some of the scientists. But we just don't like what they got to say, so we're going to pull it down. Who was the Gestapo? Who were they? Well, they were people that were not in the military in Germany, but they were rolled into the police force. And what
1: was their job?
0: Uh, to make a lot of people disappear.
1: Yeah? How do you do that? You, take, you basically identify someone that says something or does something that you don't like, and then you just, you just make
0: yeah, it go away? pretty much huh google's new policy comes just conveniently as joe biden's administration aims to achieve net zero greenhouse gases by 2050 google had previously in late 2019 announced its support for the paris agreement and touted multiple ways it was taking support renewable energy markets and ensuring sustainability in its products sure you were This week, the big tech giant rolled out several new products aimed at increasing climate awareness, including a routing model in Google Maps that shows users the most eco-friendly route to their destination.
1: That's very handy.
0: Last month, Facebook announced several new measures to expand community engagement with climate topics and said it was seeking to make sure people have access to reliable information while reducing misinformation. Man, I'm so glad these people are great gatekeepers for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. actually i'm not it added that it was going to invest one million in a new climate grant program to fact check any climate content it deems misinformation okay just a million i mean that's a paltry sum compared to them yeah compared to what they spent yeah. stealing the election as i have stated previously i didn't vote for either of these companies who have taken it upon themselves to tell me what i should believe no how about you take a bite out of my ass No, no matter what, how much you scream, how much you whine and cry, you are not entitled to your own facts, and all this hyperbole will never make it so. Deal with it. Yep. The truth of the matter is climate is an extremely complicated science that remains far less than fully understood. While it stands to reason that carbon emissions may have an impact on the global climate, there is little concrete evidence to prove it, and nearly every prediction made on this hypothesis has been proven false. One thing that does not help this hyperbole is they associate with climate change. In 2015, New York Times published a story that stated there are more doctors and scientists that believe in man causing climate change than smoking causing lung cancer. I'm pretty sure that unless one one works for R.J. Reynolds or Philip Morris or anything that produces tobacco, everyone knows tobacco causes cancer. Yes. We don't believe things if they cannot be replicated again and again. Many, I would dare say, have turned climate change into a religion. And here's the part where I I really twist the knife on things. I hate to open your eyes in such a harsh manner, but when you need the raw, honest, cynical truth, come take a visit with Uncle Noah.
1: That's right. Gen X knows.
0: That bottle of water you have in front of you, Mm -hmm. does it have the twisted arrow symbol that encourages you to recycle? Yes. Do you know why that package is complete garbage? In all manners, it is garbage. That bottle is never going to be recycled, no no matter what you do with it, even if you drop it in the recycle bin. That's not a reflection of you, Lemma. It's a reflection of the way society is. The idea that pitched it was garbage, and the bottle will be thrown away as garbage. I'm old enough to remember deposit bottles and money back bottles. Yeah. In fact, when I was a child, a friend and I had a wagon. We would pull it. We'd go scrounge for glass bottles. We would gather them up until we had about a dollar or so, and then we would head to the store. Mm-hmm. We would turn in the bottles. We'd be given our money, and with that dollar, we could each get a soft drink and a candy bar.
1: Wait, how much? A dollar?
0: Yeah, two Gosh. of it. We could get we could get the little six ounce, you know, glass Coke bottles. Wow. And a candy bar. We'd have money left over for something. We you know we'd buy some gum, some other stuff. <laughs> They snowed everyone on the idea that they would make plastic bottles and we would recycle them and all would be best for the environment. Lies. Totally. Quick question. Which weighs more? Plastic bottle or glass bottle? A glass bottle. See, these companies aren't in the freight business. Glass bottles are heavy. The companies don't want you to care about the package because they know you want what's inside. So to save on shipping costs... They absolutely jumped on the plastic bottle bandwagon knowing full well it would never be recycled because shipping their product in plastic is cheaper than the heavy glass. And of course, being the good companies that they are, they cut their prices so they were saving money for shipping on every, for everybody, right? No. Of course they didn't. These greedy asses willingly chose the path that would cause the most harm to the environment but would make them more money. That, that's capitalism's fault? No, that's... that's. Uh-huh. It's not capitalism's fault, but it's the consumer's fault for not taking them to task. Okay,
1: okay. But I, I said that on purpose because... No, I don't understand. If any millennials actually dialed into this show, and God bless them if they do, but there's a certain you know generation that honestly thinks capitalism is bad. It doesn't understand capitalism is amoral yes it's the people doing the things in the capitalism yes making decisions
0: and so if you don't want what's inside the package you stop buying the package yeah. they start to lose money that's right and they would never make the this package is what is, if you didn't buy it that's 100 percent. this is what it means by the customer's always right uh-huh. it's not that you have a right to be a jerk yeah. It's if you have a red color and a blue color and a green color, and the green color sells out all the time. There's no reason to buy the red and the blue again. To mm-hmm. Keep buying the green.
1: Yeah, we've talked about this.
0: So, so all is saying
1: if they didn't lower the price, that maximizes profit for them. Everybody understands that incentive. Yeah, we all have it. Every human being tries to maximize their comfort.
0: 100 percent but the thing is is that no one was willing to stand up and call them out and say hey you used to sell this in glass bottles you sold us on plastic but we only recycle eight percent of the plastic right why eight percent that's the current
1: number i think so eight percent gets recycled everything else ends up in a flotilla out there in the pacific ocean
0: or in a hole in the ground
2: Hmm.
1: how long does it take those plastic bottles to biodegrade
0: Longer than you or I will be alive.
1: (laughs) Well, at the rate I'm going.
0: It's funny to me, though, that if you were able to look big picture, one can see the COVID issue and the climate change issue have almost been handled in the same manner. Hmm. I'm not changing the subject on you, I'm just connecting dots. They use vaporware models that proclaim imminent catastrophe, but they fail in every measure to live up to reality. They scare a group of people with stories and emergencies as an idea for action and mandates. Have you noticed that we can only stop COVID or climate change in very specific ways? Hmm. Kids need to wear masks. Adults don't. You need to cut your emissions, but the politicians and the actors can still fly around on their private jets. Yeah. Companies can still make and ship stuff. As long as it makes money for them, they don't care. I honestly feel sorry for those who have adapted climate change as their religion. I believe that there are people who recycle everything and try to live by campground rules, meaning yeah. leave the area in the same or better condition than you, they have, believe they have these genuine beliefs. Sure, but they're only being taken advantage of by the evil corporations and the people that run them. Evil corporations. Yeah, I mean I'm pro capitalist, but I mean at some time you have to call these people to task. I mean there are several companies that I don't use.
1: Yeah, I know that's true.
0: And it sucks because, I mean, I've made a choice that I'm not shopping at Walmart.
1: Or using Google.
0: Or using Google or using Facebook. Because they have
1: mined data and done things and then controlled speech and information flows and they have an agenda.
0: And that agenda is counter to what you believe in. If they want to use all that information, pay me. Mm. It's mine. Pay me. This isn't about climate change or anything serious other than control. In one respect, I'm grateful for COVID because this kind of pulled back the curtain on lockdowns and other things that I'm sure that climate change people would love to have implemented under the guise of saving the planet. Yeah, they haven't given up either. No, they haven't. Man is pretty arrogant. I think you can admit that. Which man? All of us. Oh. Mankind. And not just the boomers and the millennials. No. Science wants to give you the evidence that the planet is billions of years old. But when confronted with this information, climate change people vapor lock because they can't fathom this planet will still be here long after they are gone. And nothing we can do can change that. Oh. If you're able to rotate shapes in your head, you can see the playbook from the Branch Covidians or the stand was a carbon copy of climate change's crowds planned from years ago. Yep. Did you see what I did there?
1: I did. It was awesome.
0: Climate change and the corona issues are both claiming to be rooted in science, but this has a way of distracting from the blatantly obvious truth. They are contingent on cultural and ideological phenomena. When is some politico going to advocate invading another country in order to destroy their carbon polluting infrastructure in the name of climate change? Remember, you heard it here first.
1: Okay. Say it again.
0: There's going to be a politician that is going to say that we need to invade whatever country because they are polluting the environment and it's going to be best for everyone in the short term to pollute the planet by causing war. But we're going to solve the planet's problems in the long term by taking them out. All right.
1: So let's just line that up right now. Who's heading on who? The United States and NATO go to war against China because you just said they were supposed to reduce emissions and they, and they haven't they
0: 168%
1: yeah yeah so I'm just saying who, who was the other one
0: uh, India India 200% well they out I mean those two countries together outnumber half the world well I understand like I showed the other day I mean each of those countries could lose a billion people it's and the <laughs> United States is still third we're still 3rd <laughs> Uh, the fact that they won't show us the true numbers regarding either one of these things, climate change or COVID removes any bit of credibility and transparency, Mm -hmm. because if they didn't have an agenda or something to hide, then they would release the raw data, but they won't. No doubt. The people cannot be allowed to doubt. The idea of warming is happening or that data tampering is happening to make it appear. So why can't we work through something proven like nuclear power? Oh wait, there's no money in that for the cronies. I'm sorry, was that out loud? It was. But absolutely, we must have solar and wind turbines. Don't forget, Lemma, to limit your life to save the planet. Right. Seriously. With gas almost $5 per gallon, inflation in double figures, do you think anyone wants to know any more about solar and windmill crap?
1: No, that technology is not mature enough.
0: All right. So here we go. I have a solution. Okay. Boomers and millennials pay attention. This is how you can help the planet. Do you know the number one way to help the planet? The number one way for humans to help the planet? Yes, number one way for humans to help the planet. Die? Stop breathing. (laughs) That's exactly right. So, boomers and millennials, if you'll just stop breathing, (laughs) you'll help all of us out. That's terrible. The number one thing that. that someone can proactively do to eliminate their carbon footprint is to stop breathing. Okay in all seriousness that seems a bit impractical I freely admit okay but not to everybody no did you
1: know there is a human extinction um yes okay these people are are choosing not to have kids and some of them are going so far as to you know make suicide packs yes that's horrible
0: all right I will admit again that seems a bit impractical okay so the number two thing you can do don't have children
1: Ah. Oh my gosh! Okay.
0: Okay. Well, You're starting to sound right. like
1: Rush Limbaugh uh, Feed the poor to the hungry And solve two problems at once There you go
0: <laughs> Instead, most demand the government To do something What?
2: Get See, out of the way
0: Climate change people are not about this at all Until they want us to get serious about it I will be here laughing And enjoying my life My simple conclusion is this there is no money to be made in solving a problem, but there is plenty of money to be made in prolonging that problem and others indefinitely. Hmm. That's, of course, my opinion. I could be wrong. <laughs> Noah at marismos.live. <laughs>
1: and uh, since all of that was Noah, um, please direct all questions and complaints there.
0: <laughs> Anytime. So, what do we, what do we, I mean,
1: We're not solving any problems.
0: No, but it's a hoax. I mean, pull back the curtain. Ask questions. Yes. If if you have an abundance of information that you can find, and we can do that, and look at all these things from the 1960s, from the 1950s, from the 1970s, that say global cooling, global cooling, global warming, global cooling, climate change, none of it has come true. No. No. And... The thing is, is that would it have made a difference if it had? Well, maybe, I'm still maybe not, not. Convinced
1: that it's man-made?
0: No, it's not because man wasn't here for half of the crap that's gone on. That's right. And or, I never let hear me them
1: address the solar energy um, inputs
0: one hundred percent. But and what i what I mean by what I just said there is, we don't have physical evidence of man being here for billions of years okay i don't know how long we've been here i mean there's a while we're all over the place yeah but the rock itself shows several billion years old we don't go back that far
1: okay but according to their models i mean they're they're honest in this form they don't predict that humans have been around longer than three million years right Prior to that, though, there have been all kinds of upheavals in the climate, based on what we drill out of ice cores and other things. Yes. So the climate was going all kinds of wonk before we even got here.
0: One hundred percent.
1: Yes. And some of that, you know, what what happened at the Pleistocene? Got warm, got cold. Okay. What what about that? What what about the um, the beginning of the Cretaceous? Is that the end of the Jurassic? I think so. I don't remember. And basically, all they said was the thing that's at the bottom are the oldest. But then. It
0: makes logical sense. It
1: does. I mean, it does. But it's been turned into a way of interpreting what you find based on where it is in the layers. And science now thinks the Earth is at least four and a half billion years old. Correct. So, what we find are really weird places where there are man made objects in 300 million old coal. But they don't have any bodies of humans or hominids that are older than three million. Right. Most of most of the stuff they've found that's human is close to the surface, but that doesn't mean all of it's close to the surface. Some of that man-made looking stuff is in coal seams.
0: Right. Okay. Well, and I can't remember all the fancy words that I learned in geology, but I mean, there's there's upheavals and overturn. I mean, you can see it in the rock patterns where it's you know sure. it is bent. Yep. Bent
1: c- is the key broken, you know, where, where you have like a, um, a shear where something under pressure broke al- along a fault line and then shifted. Yeah. That makes sense to me if the rock was already lithified. Correct. But you've got bent stuff. Layers yes. that fold on top of each other. That yeah, I think there's something be... in
0: Utah that, I yeah. mean, it almost looks like a hairpin. The Candy Mountains or yeah. whatever.
1: But what I'm saying is these formations had to have happened when the soils and sediments that were deposited were still plastic. Anyway, I don't know. That doesn't have anything to do with global climate necessarily, except to say that the rocks we're walking on got here somehow. Sure. And the way they got here, we do not understand. And we can't even i can't no one can even explain to me how water wells work so you've got water that comes out of the sky it lands on the ground it finds its way into the soil it percolates down then at some point it it gets moved laterally and then it somehow gets pressurized and then it shoots back out of the ground where where is the mechanism that drives that
0: i didn't study that sorry
1: but, I mean, it does have something to do with climate. It's oh, got something 100%. to do with geology. It's got to do something with, can we trust the science? Because there, there are agendas in every discipline. They've got some kind of story that they're married to, and anything that doesn't match that narrative is, you know, persona non grata.
0: Or they don't get their grant renewed.
1: Maybe. That, I mean... I, b- I believe that is the case sometimes. Oh, no question. They say what the people paying the grant money tell them to say, or, or at least they give them the results that they expected to get for the money they invested.
0: Well, not only that, is if they are doing research, and what ultimately comes of their research cannot be monetized. Right. I mean, it, it's one of the, you've heard this, you know, snarkily throughout life. I mean, what if the solution to curing cancer is, you know, 16 ounces of water per day? Hmm. No one's ever going to publish that because you can't monetize it.
2: Hmm. I don't know.
1: just seems like there should be a different economy. Seems like there should be a way for us all to win.
0: One day there will be.
1: All right. Anything else? Your word of the day. Well, the word of the day is dream. That can mean a lot of different things to a lot of people. Okay. It can mean what your mind does when you're sleeping. It could mean a vision that you cast for the future. It could mean a goal that you've set and what your hopes are pinned on. It could also mean something that isn't real and that you've accepted as true or wish were true, but you know, it is not true. So one of the things I think is interesting is how, what you've got playing out in the marketplace, in politics, in the economy is different people having different ideas of what the good life is. And we compete for limited resources because my good life can't be had unless I take more than what I've been given. And that more has to come from somebody else. Wouldn't it be awesome if there was an economy where we all recognize that the world is a place of abundance and that there's plenty of food for us all and there's plenty of energy for us all and there's plenty of things to pursue that don't hurt others that we could live a full long productive life and it not hurt anybody else
0: that's one of the things i just can't wrap my head around why in order for you to win do i have to lose right or if i win why do you have to lose
1: what if my goal was you winning if i define success as you flourishing is that just a
0: dream it shouldn't be
1: Yeah. I want to talk about that more someday. What's our next episode going to be? It's
0: all you. I've had a couple of episodes here where I've just gone on rants. Okay. It's all you. What
1: I think would be fun is for us to do another um, volume from the Christian Mythologies series.
0: Sounds like a plan. Okay. You got something in mind?
1: I do, actually. Okay. Should I go ahead and tease it? Are you going (laughs) to tease
0: it? Well, put us on the hook for it.
1: Okay. Here we are. All you people that uh, that believe in Christianity and you uh, go to church, um, I hate to disappoint you, but we don't go to heaven. Nobody Whoa. goes to heaven.
0: We'll talk about that more next time. The one listener we had left,
1: you just <laughs> lost. No, if you look at the Bible, that's just not what it says. All right. Thank you all very much for joining us, and um, I hope this episode opened your eyes maybe you already had suspicions but the truth is
0: don't believe everything you're being told correct correct
1: hey test us we're good with it all right anything
0: else Noah? sounds like it's time to go home all right let's go home see y'all later